Saturday, June the 26th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, George Floyd's killer sentenced and the Delta variant in Israel. First, the week in brief. Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer who murdered George Floyd last May, was sentenced to 22 years and six months in prison. That is more than the 12 and a half years suggested by state guidelines, though less than the 30 years prosecutors sought. Mr. Chauvin was convicted in April of second and third degree murder and manslaughter after kneeling on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes. His murder inspired huge civil rights protests in America and abroad and sparked national debate over how to reform policing. A surge in cases of the Delta variant of COVID-19 prompted Israel to reimpose an indoor mask mandate. This one variant, first detected in India, now accounts for 90% of new infections in Israel. Around half of adults newly infected with the variant had received both doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Israel's vaccination drive has been the world's fastest. 60% of its population has been fully jabbed. Justin Trudeau, Canada's Prime Minister, said he asked Pope Francis to visit the country to apologise for the Catholic Church's role running residential schools for indigenous children who were forcibly removed from their homes. Mr Trudeau's request comes a day after the Cowessess First Nation announced it had uncovered 751 unmarked graves in Saskatchewan. Bullets tore through a helicopter carrying Colombia's President Ivan Duque across his country's eastern Catatumbo region. No one was injured. Catatumbo is notorious for coca cultivation and guerrilla warfare, though its dominant rebel group denied any involvement. Separately, America's Drugs Control Agency reported that Colombia's acreage under coca is expanding rapidly and that its cocaine production capacity grew by 8% last year. Inflation in America rose at the fastest pace since 2008, increasing to 3.9% in May compared with the previous year. Prices have been driven up by a failure of pandemic-crippled supply chains to meet the rebound in demand that has accompanied reopening. The Federal Reserve signalled that it might raise interest rates in 2023 on the expectation that relatively high inflation rates will persist. A skull discovered in Harbin, northeastern China, may belong to a new species of human. The cranium, which scientists reckon belonged to a male who died 146,000 years ago, has an unusual combination of ancient and modern anatomical features, suggesting it comes from a species of Homo sapiens that was not previously known. America's intelligence community released a report on 143 UFOs, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena as the government prefers to call them, detected between 2004 and 2021. The report suggests the objects fall into five categories, including natural phenomena, quote, foreign adversary systems, and science fiction's favourite, other. The government seems less worried about aliens than about new technology of Chinese or Russian origin. And word of the week, sea snot, colloquial term for the thick, brown, foamy layer of organic matter secreted by phytoplankton when they are stressed. It has been clogging up the Marmara Sea near Istanbul, with nary a tissue in sight. 
And now here's today's agenda: Sisters Act, Rebel Hearts. Nuns are often thought of as retiring folk, more concerned with heavenly rather than earthly matters. Not so the Sisters of the Immaculate Heart of Mary Convent in Los Angeles. As a new documentary released yesterday shows, its members have been spirited in protest as well as prayer. They campaigned for civil rights in the 1960s, criticized the Vietnam War, and joined activists on the Women's March in 2017. Rebel Hearts focuses on one of the nuns' most dramatic clashes. In the 1960s, they resisted pressure from Cardinal James Francis Macintyre, a high-ranking clergyman, to teach in his rapidly expanding network of schools. The pedagogy was not a problem, but they objected to being forced to wear habits, having voted in 1965 to switch to contemporary dress, and to Macintyre's recruitment of inexperienced nuns. The film chronicles how many acolytes defied Macintyre and set up the Immaculate Heart Community in 1970, an organization quote free from hierarchical and patriarchal governance. A culture of power. The Medici exhibition in New York. One family was at the heart of the Florentine Renaissance. By the 15th century, the Medici's, originally bankers, had risen to become de facto rulers of the city. A new exhibition at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York examines their strategic use of culture to cement their dominance. The Medici, Portraits and Politics, 1512 to 1570, opening today, includes around 90 objects. It is the museum's largest exhibition featuring imported items since the start of the pandemic. Portraits by Bronzino show a family at ease with vulgar displays of power. The Medici's recognize the importance of acting as patrons to artists such as Jacopo Pontormo and Raphael, whose works feature. And as Giorgio Vasari wrote of Lorenzo de Medici in his Lives of the Artists, 1550, quote, "He who assists and favors in their noble undertakings men of rare and beautiful genius." Deserves to live forever in the minds and memories of mankind, sycophantic perhaps, but he had a point. Supercharged, faster charging batteries. Lithium-ion batteries power the world. Their portability and rechargeability have made them crucial in laptops, mobile phones, and tablets. Without them, life would be one giant tangle of cables. But they are far from perfect. They explode in heat and die in cold, and they pack nowhere near as great a punch as petrol, which limits their usefulness in bigger gadgets such as electric vehicles. But now, scientists reporting in Nature, a journal, have invented a new microscopy technique which throws light on the inner workings of Li-ion batteries, literally. It allowed them to peer inside batteries and potentially optimize them so that gadgets such as phones and laptops could fully charge in five minutes. It would also expedite the development of next-generation batteries, which will be crucial to ditching fossil fuels. Li-ion batteries, which bagged their developers the 2019 Nobel Prize in Chemistry, could soon help power a sustainable future. Fast, furious, and female—the W series. Most people assume that Formula One is a men's competition. It is actually open to women too, but there has not been a female driver on the grid since 1976. 
There is little physiological evidence to support separating the sexes. Anyone who is light and strong, particularly in the upper body where the G-force hits when braking, could make a good driver. The W-series, which returns tomorrow, seeks to redress the imbalance. After an inaugural season in 2019, in which 20 female drivers raced, the competition was cancelled in 2020 because of the pandemic. This year, all eight races will take place alongside F1, instantly raising the profile of the women's competition. Drivers will belong to teams to bring in sponsorship. The overriding goal remains an F1 berth for one of its drivers. In pole position is Britain's Jamie Chadwick, winner in 2019. F1's days as a boys' club could soon be numbered. Saturday Profile – Jimmy Lai As Jimmy Lai awaits trial on July 27th, charged under the national security law China imposed on Hong Kong, it is not just his liberty that has been taken away. This week, authorities also finished off the mogul's media empire. Plus a change, he might reflect. China's Communist Party has a habit of picking over the Lai family's possessions. Mr Lai was born in 1948 into a well-off family in Guangzhou in southern China. But before he was a year old, Mao Zedong's communists seized power and the Lai's lost everything. In 1960, the 12-year-old Jimmy stowed away on a boat bound for Hong Kong. He found work on a sweatshop floor, rose to factory manager, and eventually started his own clothing chain, Giordano. Even in a life already replete with formative moments, the Tiananmen protests of 1989 proved pivotal. The massacre of freedom-seeking protesters in Beijing turned the tycoon into a prominent critic of the party. Its reaction was predictably thin-skinned. In 1994, after he called Li Peng, then China's Prime Minister, a quote, turtle's egg, i.e. bastard, with zero IQ, it moved to shut down Giordano's Chinese outlets. Mr. Lai turned his hand to publishing, first launching Next, a glossy weekly mixing pro-democracy sentiment with celebrity tittle-tattle, and then Apple Daily, which repeated the formula in tabloid form. To China's annoyance, he expanded his media empire to Taiwan. He backed pro-democracy protests in both 2014 and 2019, straining the party's patience. It probably snapped in May 2020 when he appealed to then-President Donald Trump to, quote, save Hong Kong. That August, he was arrested and charged with, quote, colluding with a foreign power, which carries a life sentence. In a show of force, hundreds of policemen raided his newspaper's offices, marching Mr. Lai away. They did so again last week, carting off several senior executives and seizing the firm's assets. Soon after, Apple Daily shut. July 1st marks the 24th anniversary of Hong Kong's return to China and is the Communist Party's 100th birthday. Mr Lai, already in jail, remains defiant. With a glint in his eye, he often admits that, after years of provoking the Chinese government, he had it coming. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Nora Ephron, who died on this day in 2012. Insane people are always sure they're just fine. It's only the sane people who are willing to admit they're crazy. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. 
You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening.